Welcome to I'm Absolutely Fine, the podcast from the Mid-Alt that looks at all the glamour and indignity of being a grown-up. If you listen on the Entail app, that's E-N-T-A-L-E, photos, links and videos of what we're talking about will pop up as you listen. Have a look. Hi everybody, brace yourselves. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Hi, I'm Emily and I'm absolutely fine, but well... I went to the supermarket today, which is already an ordeal in itself, because I felt like some hummus and I got the hummus and I was walking the hummus to the cash point and the hummus leapt out of my hands and swan dived onto the floor and sort of splattered like a sort of paintball attack. And I looked at it and I thought, etu hummus. And, And then I had to the woman came to help me clear it up and it was sort of one of those awful kind of, no, no, I'll do it, I'll do it, kind of apologetic, whatever. And then I sort of shuffled off to go and get Did another hummus. Did you pay for the hummus that you dropped? <laughs> You're so mean. <laughs> Am I supposed to pay for the hummus that I dropped? I don't know the etiquette of the drop hummus, but you clearly didn't pay for the hummus, did you? I didn't pay for the hummus. I got Very glad fresh I didn't hummus. see which supermarket it was then. Oh my God, do you think that people will come and hunt me down? Oh you know, my God. Strange times, Emma. Oh no, so strange times. Anyway, there's me. How are you, Annabelle? I'm absolutely fine, but I'm having a hard relate to um, the rebellion of the inanimate object <laughs> and how you can take that so personally. Last night, I, 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 this, is, this is a sexy story. I wanted to put my washing machine on a rinse and spin cycle because something had been through a delicate's wash and it was still rather sodden. So I tried and on the little screen where it usually says two hours and 41 minutes, it just said no. <laughs> Even the washing machine is talking back to me and reflecting my own negativity. It said no, and I thought, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you, machine. But today is a better day because we have a bona fide behemoth on the podcast today. Marcia Kilgore is the endlessly creative beauty magnet who's brought us some of the industry's biggest hits. First came Bliss Spa in 1996, which made facials cool. Then there was the playful soap and glory, the ergonomic footwear line Fit Flop, who didn't have a pair of those, and now the phenomenon that is beauty pie, more of which later. She is a badass with boundless energy, as well as a beauty junkie and a businesswoman. And we are delighted to have her here. Marcia, how the hell are you? I'm absolutely fine, but I have so many things I have to think about every day now that I sometimes feel like my brain has turned into an over-porous pasta brainer. (laughs) You need... Those Japanese paper bracelets for senile old people designed, I read, so that if you, you, you write on them before you trudge up the stairs so that when you, have inevit- when you get to the bedroom and have inevitably forgotten why you went up there, you look at your wrist and it says, you know, keys, keys or, you know, hearing aid. It's much more elegant than writing on your hand with ink. <laughs> yes, or hopping from foot to foot up there going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> Or having to create an acronym. <laughs> yes, right? exactly. How to remember, like when you're trying to teach a child to spell. All British women are fabulous. <laughs> you know what that's from? Who knows what that's from? All, All British, British women. British women are fabulous. Do you know what it's from? What? Well, guess. Okay, I'll give you a clue. As I'm holding my nose and pretending there's a tank on my back. No, scuba diving. Oh, Air, air. weights. No, British. Belt, women, weights, are something. Elvis, <laughs> float, float, floating. I think okay, I'm float literally it? not going float. scuba diving something. with you. No, you, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but also, don't you find that with, with life a little bit less frantic 
externally, but quite a lot more frantic internally at the moment. Things are falling out of our brains as though they are pasta drainers. I mean, I, I'm leaving thoughts all over town. Yeah, I think as well, everything takes so much more planning because for every moment that you say, okay, I want to do that, you then have to check what the perimeters around it, whether there's access, whether or not you have to book a ticket, whether you can get a time slot. Nothing is actually as easy as just going from A to B. I'd like to lie down for three years. It's kind of like living in Manhattan. Living in Manhattan, just going and buying a birthday present for someone is exhausting. You can only kind of get one thing done a day. You go for a haircut, it's over. Well, that was Carrie Bradshaw's life, wasn't it? And you were in Manhattan in the 90s. I was, just shopping oh. for shoes and, you know. <laughs> and sounding bliss. Doing nothing. Yeah. So, so um, Taking over the world, in one this, In a monstrosity that is 2020, you're the sort of most cheerful and productive person I've ever met. But how do you how do you keep that moving? So is there an alternative, I ask you, to being <laughs> cheerful and productive at the moment that doesn't make you a giant whining bore? I don't think so. I think you can't. You can't succumb to the negativity. Otherwise, you are just a complete drag, not only to yourself, but to your friends. And you know who we need right now? Yeah. Our friends. Mm, <laughs> and if you're a total bummer, you're not going to have any. <laughs> so I say people have their own shit to deal with. You got to like keep your apples up, ladies. Or your hummus safe, exactly. safe, keep, safely stored. Oh, Emily, I was going to say margins are built into supermarkets so that when people do occasionally drop their hummus and or other things that they don't expect you to pay for it. Oh. So you can you can frequent that establishment again <laughs> without concern. You've made me feel so much better. Literally, that's oh, life-changing. From now on, I'm going to be super cheerful. I mean, Marty is sort of is a bouncing, fizzing with joy and energy. Are you rattling with supplements slash medication? <laughs> no, I just had a double espresso. <laughs> and I will admit, I have been testing some supplements, but not for long enough. Apparently, it will take three months to see the full extent of the results that I'm going to be having after taking my supplements every day. But um, I think it's important. We don't eat that well. You know, everyone says you can get everything that you need from from your diet. Yeah. Who has a perfectly balanced diet? <laughs> yeah. But also, but also you can't really. Not those, not those pesky, mysterious, you know, you know, all the magnesiums and the, and, and, and the, and the, the omega-3s. The omega, well, exactly. The, Are you having your regular smoked mackerel? I ask you. <laughs> or not even smoked, just tinned mackerel or sardines. Oily fish, exactly. Oily fish. I, I mean, I, I'm taking, I take maybe 15 a day supplements and they pretty much have changed my life. But, it's yeah. the, but, but let's talk about supplements for a minute, because you're doing them for Beauty Pie, aren't you? We um, are. I mean, they're the Wild Wild West supplements. You get something that's petrochemical-based, then it's worse than useless, right? Sure. Well, you can get things that are, you know, just fillers, right? They're either GMO, right? So you've got genetically modified ingredients that go into some supplements to make them cheaper. You get stuff that's full of bulking agents. You get things that are full of fillers. You have different types of vitamins that are less or more bioactive, so when we worked on ours, we actually found this incredible woman. Her name is Kay Alley, and she is a hormonal nutritionist. And she is a goddess and the most prolific and just, she's just brilliant in terms of connecting how all the different parts of your body work together. Like if you think about your body as a watch, 
right? And everything has to tick properly for everything else to tick properly. And you think of supplements as helping all of those parts of the watch tick properly. That's her uh, idea of supplements is to get all of the different moving parts of your body working in conjunction with each other at the highest level. And the way she explains why we need each one of these things makes sense to me. I'm always, you know, very skeptical about, well, everything. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it, to see your own body as a whole thing with moving parts. But it's in the same way that medicine's now very specialized. You can't just see a you know, general physician who's, 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 an, who's an expert. You can't even see a heart specialist. You have to see like an arrhythmia specialist. And, and they look at us in bits and we look at ourselves in bits. Yeah. How are my joints? I know. And, and How fact, is my energy? What about my gut? We don't look at ourselves as a whole. whole. Yeah. Oh, no, and I've, the gut thing. The, the gut, gut thing. thing. <laughs> <laughs> are you so on the gut thing? I mean, I was oh, yeah. really, so Kay was, of course, she's done a, a microbiome gut supplement for us. And I was kind of like, mm, I'm not so sure. I don't know how many people are going to get into this. I mean, the gut microbiome is very niche. But then she wrote this whole document about why it's so important that your microbiome is right. And of course, if your microbiome is perfectly tuned, you absorb all the nutrients from your food properly. And you don't think of it that way. If your gut microbiome isn't finely tuned, then everything you eat isn't going to work as well as it could. And that means you're not going to get anything or you'll get so much less from your diet which totally mm. makes sense but also the gut brain connection as such is, is going to be i think it's if, if gut is this year's story gut brain is next year's story which is going to blow conventional psychiatry out the water because all they really do is give you a form saying how suicidal are you and then give you some ssris in this country and send you out the door the brits don't really know how to medicate like the americans um but but you know in terms of anxiety and depression I mean, the, 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 the gut is heartland from, from my personal experience of it. Yeah, that's what, I mean, there's so much that's coming out about that, right? About how your gut and your brain are fully interconnected. And a lot of people have been saying it for a long time and kind of been poo-pooed. But actually, and that's no, no gut pun. <laughs> but, they have been. They, but so listen, beauty pie. We are talking supplements, we're talking candles, we're talking makeup, we're talking skincare, many, many ranges of skincare, hair care. We're about to have reed diffusers. You know, we've got a whole lot of beauty pie going on. Can you just explain for our listeners what exactly it is? I can tell them it's very disruptive and luxury beauty is not happy about it. But could you tell us what it is and why you did it? Sure, I'd love to actually. Beauty pie is a buyer's club. And I know buyer's clubs are probably bigger in America or North America, I'm Canadian, than they are in the UK. But what it is is a buyer's club where you can come in, be a member and access the kinds of prices that you would be able to access when a product is produced by a third party supplier before it goes through the typical industry marking up procedure, which will make it very often 10 times more expensive than it actually costs to produce. So for instance, if a really fabulous, high-tech, high-performance, ultra-anti-aging Swiss moisturizer costs maybe $12 coming out of the factory in a jar with the fill, with the carton, and then you know comes over and has to be stored, et cetera, et cetera. That type of product would normally retail in the typical industry for anywhere between $120 or 120 pounds and 240. It's sort of random what the markup is, but you have to in the typical industry markup um, setting, you have to mark things up about a thousand percent in order to make any profit. And I have been sort of in the beauty industry for a long time, just thinking, 
this doesn't make sense because especially now, retailers, right, they don't bring that much value to the table. And this was really pre-COVID. You know, at the moment, retailers often aren't even open, but you will pay a thousand percent more for a product because you're buying it at a retailer than if you were able to sneak in the back door of the lab that makes it. And so I decided, knowing all of these labs that make everything, to sneak in the back doors of all of these labs, buy all the stuff en masse, and then make it available to a club. So women or beauty lovers, men, you know, anyone who loves beauty products can access at much, much, much lower prices all of these products from the world's leading labs. And it costs you a small monthly membership fee. Is that how it works? Yep. You can have a monthly membership fee. You can join by the year, which is cheaper if you amortize it. And then we also have just started to do day passes because some people will come in and think, oh, this is too good to be true, right? It can't possibly be this inexpensive and be good. So we just let people buy a day pass and, and shop if they want so to. So that's the sort of tester's ticket, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Much easier. So the beauty industry must be pretty pissed at you then. No wonder you, your office is in a bunker. <laughs> well, you know, no one's really said anything to me. <laughs> no, that's because they're not talking to you. No. Oh, they sent that, you to Coventry. Like, is that why they haven't called? No, you know what's really interesting? I have a lot of people who will send me a message on LinkedIn who are the marketing people for, you know, some of the big brands and say, oh, I joined, it's really great. <laughs> or if you're well, looking for marketing people, I'd love to join. So we have a lot of people who realize like this is the future because retail is not what it used to be. You know, it's not so relevant anymore. Billboards are what you see on your phone and your own life is your own existence and your own Instagram page is more important to you than any brand's Instagram page. You look at yours more than you're looking at everybody else's. So why should you have to pay these crazy markups? to access something just to get a brand stamped on the side of an eyeshadow pencil. Doesn't make also, sense. Also, it's really depressing when you go, you know, maybe you go through duty free and you know you were in that when you when we used to travel and you'd be in that airport treat mood. And you think, oh, I'll just buy myself this um, moisturizer. I'll just buy myself this, uh, you know, eyeshadow. And then it runs out and you can't afford to replace it. Mm -mm. Um, and with this, when you land on what you like, then you can, you know, if you can carry it, you can have it, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so many. You would not believe how great the prices are because, again, you know, you're just not paying for all of that extra markup. And it's funny you mention an, an airport because that's where I got what I mean, sort of one of my points of light for Beauty Pie was when I was in an airport in China and I was actually heading off to the factory in Dongguan to produce a collection of fit flop boots for the winter, the following winter. I think it was October. And uh, it was, it was uh, really cold out. And when you work in a factory in China, it's freezing, right? They don't heat their factories. So you go in there in a puffy coat with gloves and you're in there all day, but it's not heated. And then often the hotel you're staying in is not that heated either. <laughs> so they may not turn the heat on until December or January when it gets really, really cold. And I forgot my moisturizer. And I remember going over into a duty-free and I went over to, I'm not gonna say who's, you know, whose shelves, but shelves that I thought they're gonna have a high quality thing here. And it was, I think the lowest price for a moisturizer was about 150 US dollars. And I thought, forget it. I know how much this costs to make. I'm not paying that for this. And then I thought, God, why should anybody pay that? That's so ridiculous when you know it's only gonna cost, you know, really cost $10 to make. And it was kind of, it got into my head, why should any of us be being ripped off like this? And and that was kind of the seed for Beauty Pie. When you have the seed of an idea, 
if there are, there are going to be lots of women, particularly in the, you know, with the stillness that we're in at the moment, who are going to be maybe stumbling across their own, upon their own creativity. So how do you turn an idea into, into, into action? How do you press reset? How do you learn to think like an entrepreneur? You know, I, I love that question, Annabelle. I think um, for everybody, it's a perfect time to kind of reinvent yourself. COVID has actually given us the opportunity to question what was important to us before. And I think it's happened kind of naturally. And if we weren't doing something that we really loved, it's a, a really great time to switch gears because no one can fault you for having sort of a change of, uh, a change of motivation right now. Um, there are a lot of great books out there that also help you if you're kind of stuck in a rut and you're too afraid to do something like having a, a change in career or whatever other kind of life change you might think would be good for you at the moment. One of them is a system by a woman named Byron Katie, and it's called The Work. And I've read, I actually read about her in a couple of mag, or newspapers, actually British newspapers over the last couple of years, but I knew about her before because one of my friends is a certified practitioner in the work. And it's a really interesting way to look at your thoughts and question your thoughts. If you're about to embark on something entrepreneurial or new and scary that questions your identity, right? Very often, you're really tied up in your old identity. And your old identity is your ego. And there's a lot of fear around losing your identity. And so I think what um, the work does, it helps you question whether or not the thoughts about your identity are true. Now, this gets a little bit deep, but as we all know, there's a great, also, you've got to see this uh, uh, documentary on Netflix called Heal. And it's all about uh, how really physical reality is just energy. Right? So, in fact, we're all just made of atoms, right? When you break it all down, it's just atoms vibrating. But suddenly, you know, here it feels like we're something. But a thought is just what you decide to see. And your identity is just what you decide you think you are at the moment. And so, at a time like now, right? Connections to people are so much more important than they were before. And I think we all feel that. We all feel like, God, we're glad we have our friends. Right? We're glad for those people that we know who are supporting us and actually who cares about a handbag? You're not caring so much about the stuff. It's still nice to be able to have your rituals and, and take care of yourself, but we've all, I think, shifted to realizing how important it is to just have each other. And yeah, that's yeah, absolutely. Just, it's a shift in, in your thoughts. And you have to be able to question your thoughts and ask yourself whether or not they're true. So if you're feeling scared, You'll say, well, why am I feeling scared? Oh, because I need to be able to afford X, Y, and Z or else, right? And then you can say, well, is that even true? Yeah, it's not even true. Yeah. So I would say that. Read a lot. Read, read the work. Read. There's a great book by Adam Grant. It's called Originals. And it's all about entrepreneurial thinking and how you, if you want to come up with a new idea, how to, how to do it. So if you don't do it naturally, you could kind of follow the step-by-step step-by-step -step guide by Adam Grant on how to think like an original. That's brilliant. I yeah. love the idea that you can, just you can just reach around in the dark and find your way towards being an original. Why not? You're an original already, both of you. Shut up. <laughs> Why, you know it. What about, you know what, it's true. But what about that risk, that thing where you think, oh, you know, I could, I could actually be putting everything on the line here, emotionally, professionally, societally, and certainly financially. Well, 
again, so you question the assumption of the value of money over the value of adventure. Mm. Which one is more important? Are you going to lie? I always say there's a deathbed test, right? So the deathbed test, if you're lying in your deathbed, right? Will you think, oh, gee, I wish I would have made more money? Yeah. Or will you think, gee, I wish I would have tried that? Mm. I wish I would have had that adventure. I wish I would have tried to lead a team or I tried to build a business if that's what you want to do. But what will you not care that you did more of on your deathbed? And trying to, you know, they say hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Well, try and have it right now and think about it yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, it is twenty twenty. I'm definitely not going to be saying I wish I'd watched more Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd had more takeaway. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what about? Do you get? I know. I know that you're kind of a superhuman. Yeah, she is. She. I know she is. Listeners, listeners full disclosure. Yes, exactly. She's kind of a superhuman. Yes, yeah. not true. But do you get those moments? Of the the crippling self doubt, the imposter syndrome. The, you know, who am I to do this, and how can I do this? I am not qualified. Yeah. No. <laughs> Why not? I'm too old for that now. Did you ever? Oh, probably. Yeah, but I would just ask someone, you know, I'm sure I've I've had crippling self-doubt. It would probably be more social, right? Oh my God, I've been invited to go to some wedding on a yacht. What the hell am I going to wear? And is it the right thing to wear? Because what's everybody else going to be wearing? And everyone else is probably wearing a $5,000 GM Battisti Valley dress. And I don't have that. And I won't even look good in it. You know, that kind of stupid yeah. thing. But from a business perspective, I've done it so many times. Yeah. And I've, like, you might have a bad day where you just think, oh, I can't, I can't cope. But then you think, well, this, I must just be tired. Let me just meditate for 20 minutes and I'll, I'll be fine. You, I tell you what, if someone asked me to a party, you know, I wouldn't know what to wear. I wouldn't know how to be. I wouldn't know who I was. But also, I wouldn't want to present my sort of COVID face. I want to talk to you, Marcia, about ingredients. So, because I know you like ingredients, and if we are looking and feeling tired and our skin is looking and feeling dull, what do we need to find on the labels that's going to help? Oh, well, niacinamide is a big one, right? Vitamin B, absolutely, because it's great for circulation in the surface of your skin. You want to look for vitamin C always, right? Very good for clarifying your skin, evening out the tone, increasing the collagen production so you're a little bit firmer and everything is a little bit more lifted, clarified. Glycolic acid, salicylic acid, anything that's going to quickly exfoliate so you have a nice glowing surface and it gets rid of all the dead, dull skin cells. Retinol, of course, right? And a retinol, especially one that would, well, of course, you know, beauty pies retinol. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. A retinol that is micro-encapsulated, so it's slow release. It doesn't make you all red because you don't want to be red while you're making your way to gorgeousness. Oxygen, very, very important. Can you get oxygen in a cream? Ah, yes. In fact, you can. So there is a company called Karen Herzog which is a very old, old brand in Switzerland. Um, And the gentleman whose wife was Karen was a Nobel Institute epidemiologist who invented the iron lung and figured out how to um, stabilize oxygen in a cream so when you put it on your skin, it would break down. When it came in contact with an enzyme called catalase, which would break it into oxygen, gas, and water, and the oxygen gets pushed into your skin through this little micro-massage, and then opens up all your capillaries and feeds your cells the energy they need to function at their optimal. And we have private labeled it for Beauty Pie. I think it's like, I know. What I love about 
you, Marcia, is the way that you are both a kind of beauty junkie, so and but it's also disruptive, but it's also incredibly innovative. She like, is geeking out. It on is this. It's like it's like a massive geek fest, as well as being someone who just loves the perfect colour of lipstick and whatever. And you it's don't like, usually put glamour and geek together. No, but there we are. You're a gleek. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm I'm gonna get a necklace that says that. Oh yeah, no, we should get you one. Gleek. I just think something in knowing that you're using high quality stuff and the right stuff helps our state of mind. You know, at the moment I'm using quite a lot of vitamin A, quite a lot of vitamin C. And it just makes me feel better in the morning to know that I'm trying to do that for myself. But I think the prices, exactly, back to this, you know, the prices are really intimidating. It is incredibly intimidating when you stand in front of a counter and you look at all these things and you know that they're, like you said, oh, £70, £80, pounds, whatever. And, and not you... only is it financially intimidating, you feel like a bit of a dick. Totally. Because part of you knows that it's... if you could get in through the back door. Totally, yeah. exactly. That, that you are It's like people are very a... clever at shopping the sales. Yes, you know, they they somehow get these fabulous things when they're seventy percent off. Yeah, and you were the idiot who bought it full price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate also, when that happens. I hate when that. Who no, doesn't hate also, when that happens? And you also know that you're being preyed on in some way for your vulnerabilities as a woman as well. I.e., because you are worried about aging, or because you are worried of whatever. Aging, or, you... or maybe you're worried about aging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or maybe you're I'm worried sorry. about I'm aging. Sorry, what am I, wor- I need to write down what I'm worried about. My should, we, should, we, should, we, should we pluck the backs of our hands now to make us feel worse? <laughs> Why <laughs> not? Right. Uh, of course, of course they, they are. are. Yeah, exactly. Why? Super retinol hand cream, ladies. <laughs> Although I think it's, I think it's unfortunately out of stock. Oh, how many SKUs? How many products do you think you sell over Beauty Pie, which only Oof. launched three years ago? Yeah, I think we have about four hundred now. I mean, and we it's all just a crazy new stuff breath. coming in. Yeah, yeah, you got our breath. You got look. We all need like something new to look forward to, also, right? So, and also technology changes, and there are different types. So, you know, for vitamin C, you're going to have many different types of vitamin C. You can sandwich them with other ingredients that are symbiotic, and they boost them in one way or the other. And you know, some people like this kind of format. Some people like that kind of. So you turn up something for everybody, but just keeping it fresh. We all, I mean. Look, even if you look incredibly amazing, you're still looking for something else that is going to make you even more incredibly amazing, right? So we always try and, you know, bring in the latest. And there are new ingredients that launch all the time, so we have to keep our eyes on that. We, we want to lead. Um, we want to make sure that we're the first people to bring out the new stuff. And the great thing is, because we don't have these crazy marketing plans that require, oh, we're planning three years ahead, we're in line right? We get a product done, we test it, we've got, you know, the packaging coming in, hopefully at the same time, crossing our fingers that the testing is okay with that packaging, and then we can just, boom, launch it. So we can be really fast to market with all the new stuff. It's very exciting. How's it different from doing shoes? Oh, well, not too different, actually, if you do shoes properly. And I always say, like, it's so lovely because I'm doing the two things that I personally desire the most, shoes <laughs> and skincare, right? Like, how much more passionate could you get than like the two greatest categories of things that women love? Um, but if you do your R&D properly on a shoe, which is not that common. Right? Research do, and development. Yeah, yes, yeah, so research and development, which you would also do with your cosmetics. Um, we do a lot of ergonomic engineering on our shoes. We do a lot of testing. We take them to the University of Calgary. We actually test them with, you know, humans that are electroded up to make sure that they don't interfere with your gait, that they give you good support, that the ground reaction force goes through your heels and your knees and your hips, and it doesn't pull on your lower back or have anything that will cause joint pain. So 
that's a real process every time that you invent a new technology or that you build an upper onto a, an, onto a midsole. And so it is kind of the same as building technology into a facial product. Because when FitFlop was launched, they were the anti-cellulite flip-flop, weren't they? It was about getting a workout while you walked, right? And of course, the press ran off with the anti-cellulite thing, which we never claimed, but it was about making your muscles work more and aligning your body better. So people would come back to us and say, oh my God, my posture is so much better. Or, well, my hip has been hurting for 30 years and now it's fine. Or, you know, we've got all these sort of peripheral stories. I know, I'm now, I'm now so compelled by anything that it promises to be anti-injury. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, because you're... Body hurts when you wake up in the morning, right? And we do a lot, so much more sitting now. Yeah. And you're just not moving around as much. And you can really feel it when that synovial fluid is not moving through your joints. So anything comfortable, right? I, I'm just, I, but I bet, you, so I bet you sort of run 10 miles to your bunker in the morning. No, only three. And I've just taken it up recently because the fat was not coming off any other way. Uh, and has oh. it worked? Uh, it's starting. Yeah. If you were really stuck and you could choose just one skincare product to use, just one, what do you think is the thing that kind of delivers the most? Oh, really? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so terrible because I probably use, I'm not kidding, I probably use four or five layers every night and, and in the morning maybe three. And... One. How long does it take you? Oh no, I like, do. I use. I do the same. It doesn't. It takes. It no. takes no time at all. Yeah, you just like spray. You spray. Yeah, but how long do you have to leave between layers? This is what I've oh. never quite managed to really just Five. on on on. Yeah, just pile it on. I mean, come on at these prices. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't so you? Good. I think it's going to be between. It's going to be between retinol and oxygen, because oxygen is like the petrol for your cells, right? If you don't have enough oxygen, then your cells are just gonna slow down. And what happens when you're 12, the oxygen that naturally circulates in your skin starts to decrease because your capillaries start to harden because of sun damage or, you know, any, just aging, 12. That's, oh, uh, yeah, your height. That was a long time ago. <laughs> so if you can get it in from the outside, that really boosts, I mean, you yeah, glow yeah. immediately. It also kills bacteria. You know, it just juices everything right back up. But God, it's so great when things are cheap because then you can shove on as much as you feel like rather than as much as you can afford. Yeah. And the neck, right? And the neck. The neck, the chest, like, right? Most people, you stop at your jawline because it's too expensive to do your neck. <laughs> what is that? You can't do that. you got to be able to I can't. I, can, yeah, I can't save you both. It's the face or the neck. Yeah. It's a so you've circular. got the oxygen. Or, or retinol. Retinol is so good. But at the same time, you know, you got to have barrier repairing too because if your skin is dehydrated, it just will never look good. You have to have water in the surface for the light to bounce off of it. So I don't know. You can't really have one. I'm sorry. Imagine if you walked into Duty Free and it was Marcia behind the counter. It's like a nightmare. Yeah. You'd walk out a thousand quid lighter. First, I tell, first I'd tell you a suitcase to put it in. Do you have anything that works for knees? We have, we have a retinal body product coming out. Okay, good. But, you know, knees, I find that knees are actually about dry brushing. Okay. Yeah, dry brushing and just massage, right? Because it's about your lymph. So if we're sitting all day, which we all are, the lymph glands, you know, on the backs yeah. of your knees, do you know that? And so if those glands aren't stimulated, and then there's another lymph gland on the inside of your uh, upper thigh. 
Okay. Right. You should see and Emily and I right now. We're, we're literally rubbing <laughs> ourselves. Sorry. <laughs> you're feeling, really yeah, and you're like, go on. Yeah, just pulsing behind the knees. And so those lymph glands don't get stimulated very much. So they actually, a lot of people will say that they, if they are sitting in the office and nobody's around, they wear, um, what do you call those socks that are tight? Oh, Obviously like, I'm not wearing like them. surgical socks? Yeah, like surgical socks just up to the knee because that pushes the lymph back up so that your lymph flows and then you don't get as much cellulite or knee problems. Okay, so after after all, all the facial stuff, so if we're just at home and we're putting on our, our moisturizer, what is the best way to apply it if we want to lymphatically drain our faces and you know help with the skin tightening, the lifting? Apart from the product, how do you put it on? Moisturizer? Well, if you think about water flowing down through the channels and the valleys of your face, that would actually be how, if you had puffiness, you would want to apply your moisturizer. A lot of people say, oh, apply up, right? But actually, lymph is like a traffic jam. So if you wake up in the morning and your eyes are quite puffy, that means your lymph is not flowing. And that happens a lot at night to your skin. It's why your face will wake up kind of puffy because your lymph is just pooling, usually underneath the eyes. So what you wanna do is very, very gently do light motions, starting sort of from the outside and then in towards your eyes and then anywhere that water would fall if you just poured water down your face into the channels and the cracks and that's how you would apply it. Generally all I do is just pour water down my face. You know, thing with cold water in the shower, like something's gotta do something about this terrible sort of death mask I seem to be wearing this morning with the pillow Do you get pieces. puffy? You get puffy? Only recently. Oh, I know. I'm going to have to send you one of our eye masks. Thank you. It's making me sad. It's... The puffiness <laughs> I don't like. The puffiness what? is making me sad. You know what else really works? And I can't remember who used to do this. Somebody, like Zsa, Zsa Gabor or something. But she would, or was it Audrey Hepburn? Somebody would put their face in a freezing cold sink of water. Wow. And of course, in doing that, right, your blood vessels constrict. And then they'll open back up with the warmth of the surrounding area. And then because you're getting, you're pumping the blood and you know what happens when you pump the blood, your lymph goes with it because your lymph is like the sewer system of your bloodstream. And so it will take all of the puffiness away. Well, a lot of people, I mean, forget <laughs> wild swimming. A lot of people are just having freezing cold showers at the moment for their, for their yeah. body and for their mind. Like yeah. then, you know, the day can't get any worse. It gives your system a <laughs> massive shock and gets everything moving, right? Do you do that? She I do need not, it. but I think I should. I think I'm going to start right now. I th- I'm surprised. I would have thought you'd be having cold showers every sort of half an hour. I don't know if I could deal with any more punishment. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Now is not the time for punishment. I totally agree, which is why it's nice to have nice, soothing things around you. Yeah, it's all about um, cozy. And, and even though you have, you know, this extraordinary, intimidating energy, you are a soothing thing. Thank you for coming and sharing your wisdom. See you soon. Bye. 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 And we should also say that Marcia has offered all of you listeners your first month of Beauty Pie membership for free. And your code when you go on to Beauty Pie is Midult Sent Me. Midult Sent Me. Happy shopping. You've been listening to Annabelle Rifkin and Emily McMeekin of The Midult. Our book, I'm Absolutely Fine, is out now. If you like what you hear, please rate, review and subscribe. And we'll just leave you with this thought. Life is a dick. Sometimes it gets hard for no reason. <laughs>